Thank you for joining us on the Overcoming Monday podcast, where we provide you with little secrets for your big breakthrough. This podcast is designed to enhance your emotional and spiritual health. Our mission is to help you understand yourself, those you love, and others around you so that you can win where it matters most. In each episode, we'll hear from writer, speaker, pastor's wife, Shari King, as she invites you into conversations about issues that matter most to you. Now let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to Overcoming Monday. This is episode 99 in our season 16 where we're studying the book of Acts. And specifically, this is the introduction season. So we're doing a super long series on how to study the book of Acts and really studying the book of Acts together. So welcome to episode 99. This lesson is called Don't Skip the Intro. Don't skip the intro. So I don't know if you're like me, but I've always been this kind of person that picks up a book and just kind of thinks it doesn't really matter. The intro doesn't matter. I just want to get into the meat of the book. (laughs) So, and I don't know if you've done that with the Bible, but I have. So a lot of times I skip over the first few verses because I'm like, well, who in the world is, if you're talking about Acts, Theophilus, and why does it matter? And there are a lot of important things in the intro. And so we don't need to skip the intro, even though we're very tempted to get to the parts of the scripture that seem to like connect with us and mean a lot, there are some things that we don't need to skip over, especially in Acts and in Luke, because it ties the two books together, the intro does. And we realize in the intro that the same guy wrote both books. I didn't know that for a lot of my life. And so that's what's so crazy is that we can not even understand that Luke's, Luke was the, the Luke's gospel was the number one book, and then Acts is the follow-up book. So if you haven't ever known that, welcome to the welcome to the club, I guess. Join the club, because I didn't know either for a long time, and I understand that now, and it really makes a lot of sense. It helps me read Luke better, and it help me, helps me read Acts better. So that's kind of what we're talking about. Why is the intro so important? When I was an author, or I am an author, but I'm not writing quite as much just regular books, Um, But I had a friend who was an author, and she put this on social media. She said, how many of you actually pay attention to the intro? And like I told you, I used to be someone who didn't um, until I became an author. And then I realized when I write my books, I write the intro so that the readers know exactly what I'm doing, what I'm talking about, and why I'm talking about it, who I'm writing to, why I'm writing on this subject, and what inspired me. And that's the same thing in the scriptures. It's a little bit different, but we're going to talk about that this morning, why um, the intro is so important. Um, So anyway, let's, let's begin. So if you go on my website, I mentioned this before, these podcasts are not only available in video podcasts and audio podcasts, but they're also uh, lessons that I have on my website in PDF form where you can download it and you can read the lesson, but also you have homework that you can do. And so this helps you in your own personal study. So the first section of this study is called Starting Well. 
So what we need to do is first, when we read a book of the Bible, we need to start well. And the first thing that we do when we're starting well is to try to figure out what is the purpose of this book. And the author often, just like in our books today, will include the purpose and the vision behind the book, who they're writing to and why they're writing. So we need to pay close attention to the introduction because it contains the author's purpose. I know it's super tempting to skip over the beginning and like where it says, hi, I'm Paul, an apostle from, you know, and so sometimes those words sound very lofty, but very often there's a lot behind those words. So we're going to pay attention to that um, in this lesson. What is the tone? So this is really important, and I think we often don't think about tone, but each book in the Bible is written from a different tone. It has a different purpose. So Paul is often writing letters to churches that are struggling or to encourage them or both. Luke's gospel and, and Acts are a little bit different because they're known as say, the gospel is like a biographical book about Jesus, but it can contains historical information as well. But it's written from the idea of theology. It's not meant to just be a history of a certain nation. It's written about how um, the Jewish religion now has been completed in Jesus' coming and how he is the completion of the promises of God. And that begins in Luke and it continues in Acts. And so Luke has a perspective. What's his tone? He's telling you a story but this story is not only historical, but also theological. And also, we have to remember this. Luke and the Gospels, Gospel writers, can't, can, can't provide us with the whole entire history. They're giving us the highlights and the things that they think are significant. So for us, we need to understand a lot of times, especially with the book of Acts, we, look at it at, we need to look at it as a highlight reel. It's their Instagram reel of all the things that happen. There are boring moments in these guys' lives too. There's everyday life that they experience, but they're not writing about it because that's not what they're trying to tell. That's not the story they're trying to tell. So what is the tone? Well, for Acts, it's a biography, or Luke is a biography, but then Acts is a, is a sort of biography. It's more of a biography about what Jesus is doing in the world, but it's it's got a historical narrative. It's about God. It's, it's not about the church per se. It's about what God is doing and specifically what Jesus is doing because he's now king in heaven. So who is the audience? I talked about this a little bit in the last podcast. So we need to know that the Bible is not written to us specifically. It's written like Luke is writing this to a specific audience of his time, right? But it is written for us because it's the word of God that God has given to us for our growth and to communicate to us. So it is for us, but it wasn't written to us. If we don't understand that the Bible wasn't specifically written to us, we'll misunderstand how to read it within context. So I, I have a prime example of this, and this is going to be um, just a little nugget for you. When you look in Galatians 1, 1 through 7, the author starts, Paul, he starts with a self-description. And basically, he's telling you why he's qualified to write to the Galatians, okay? So it says in verse 1, Paul, an apostle, not from men or by man, but by Jesus Christ 
and God the Father who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me. So basically, Paul is saying, this is the introduction. He's saying, I, Paul, am writing to you. I'm an apostle, but I haven't been appointed by any man. I'm an apostle because God called me, not men. I'm not here to try to please men. I'm bringing the word of God from God. That's a big claim. But if we think about who Paul is, right? He's blinded on the road to Damascus. <laughs> and Jesus Christ literally calls him and says, Paul, why are you persecuting me? And at that point, Paul realizes that Jesus Christ is the completion of everything that God has done. He's the completion of all the promises of God. And Paul, re Paul converts at this point. So he feels called by God to do this thing called ministry, to preach the gospel. So he's called by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. So there's two things right there. He's saying, I'm called by Jesus Christ and I'm called by God the Father. He's connecting Jesus and God. He's saying that they're both God and they both have authority then to call Paul. He has the authority of not only Jesus Christ, who is the completion of everything that God has done, but also God the Father, Yahweh. So he's speaking, he's giving them equal authority, and then he's saying that he is called by them. And then this letter is not only from him, but all the brothers that are with him. So who is the audience? What we realize is that he's writing to the churches in Galatia. So this can be a little bit complicated because Galatia was like this region, and I've written about this in the lesson on my website if you want to look at it a little bit more. But basically, Galatia could be like two regions. Scholars have tried to figure out exactly who he's writing to, but they do know the environment. They know the, the general area. It was a province that the Romans had. And so what we know is in verse 3, it, he, or basically he's saying the audience is to the Galatians. So he's going to be writing specifically to these Galatians. Why is he writing to them? What are the Galatians going through that Paul needs to write to them? And these are the things that we find out in the letter. So even though the Bible is written to, uh, to the Galatians, it can be written for us. But in order to understand how it's written, we need to know what the Galatians are going through. And that sometimes requires us to search and study, or at least find someone who is educated enough to know who in the world the Galatians are. It's not that you can't get anything out of scripture, it's just that we need to get the right things out. We need to know how he's saying it and why he's saying it. So what's his purpose? This is the last point in this podcast. What is Paul's purpose for writing? Well, the Galatians have been turning away from Jesus to another gospel. That's so interesting. What is, quote, this other gospel, right? So what's so interesting is we just a lot of times in our day think of the gospel as only being about Jesus. But what Paul is saying is, Galatians, why are you turning away from Jesus to another gospel? So what does he mean by this? What is this other gospel? He says, I am amazed that you are so quickly turning away from him who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. And then he says, not that there is another gospel, but there are some who are troubling you and wanting to distort the gospel of Christ. So this is what Paul is saying. There are people in Galatia who are changing what the gospel is. 
the message of the gospel, who Christ is and what salvation is, they are distorting that message. And people are going along with that. They're not believing the the original gospel of Jesus Christ. Somehow it's been this gospel message that they're believing is being changed. Now, in this culture, very often, it was that Jewish believers very often made it about the law. They were they were saying that you have to earn favor, that you have to earn your righteousness. And so we see a clue of that when it says, um, when Paul says, uh, Jesus called you by the grace of Christ, and you're turning to a different gospel, perhaps they are turning to a more legalistic form. And this is this was very prevalent in that time. Instead of actually believing that salvation was by grace, they were converting into like trying to institute the law and then have Jesus in there as well. So just tacking Jesus onto some other beliefs. This is what's hard. Um, I'm going to end with this. I was in class yesterday, and my professor said this. He said, how is it? This is a good question. Are you ready? Listen up. How is it that Jesus was one man? And he had the same teachings, which we all read. And yet very often in our culture and in the world and over history, people can interpret Jesus's message in many different ways. And so very often humans have different pictures of who Jesus is. And I believe that this is idolatry. It's that we create the Jesus we want to see. We worship the Jesus we feel comfortable with. And very often we change how we think, the, what, the, what the scriptures say in order to um, appease our own beliefs um, so that possibly we don't have to change or maybe that we're more comfortable with the Jesus that we create from scripture rather than maybe the, the Jesus that is in scripture. And this is actually idolatry. It's raising up our beliefs above who Jesus Christ is. And we, we're not worshiping who Jesus is. We're worshiping who we want Jesus to be. And so we recreate him in our own eyes. And I think that's what's going on here with the Galatians. They've decided that the gospel is not enough, and so they're tacking new things onto it, and they're creating a different gospel. So we have, this is very applicable. Paul is writing this letter because he's concerned about that issue. And he has the authority to write to them because he's been called by Jesus Christ and by God the Father. So he's saying, I have been called by Yahweh and by Jesus Christ the Messiah to speak into how you're distorting this gospel. So in this lesson, um, you're going to get to, in the written form of this lesson, you're going to get to know the author of Acts, who is also the author of the Gospel of Luke. If you want to investigate this for yourself, just go ahead and review Luke 1, 1 through 4, and Acts 1, 1 through 3. When you read the introductions to both of those books, I believe that you'll see some tie-ins. So pick up those scriptures, analyze them, see what you can find, and we'll talk about this a little bit more in the next episode. So I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Overcoming Monday. I hope this podcast has been encouraging. Again, my goal is to provide you with little secrets for your big breakthrough so that you can win where it matters most. Where does it matter most? Well, for me, this is my relationship with God, with my family, and I believe understanding, understanding scripture is the key to, this, to our success in these areas. So I'd love to have your feedback. 
I will be available for any questions or comments. If you want to DM me on Instagram or you can email me on my website, shari at shari All right. I love to hear from you and thanks for tuning in.